Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Welcome back, everyone, for another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. For anyone who's brand new, welcome. You're in for one wild ride. For anyone who's reoccurring, you know where your spot is, right over there. So sit your butt down and get ready. For anyone who's brand new, uh, what we'd like to do on this podcast is we'd like to look at the news first, and then we get into the review. And this particular week, we're going to be looking at The Atom Project, which stars Ryan Reynolds and Zoe Zaldana. But before we get into it, let's look at the big things that's happened in the past week. And, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. That's all I have to really say is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we got our first trailer for the Obi-Wan TV show on Disney+. Plus premiering on May the 25th, and holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, is everyone calm, is everyone, is your is the hype train, are you on the hype train right now, because that trailer, everything that happened, even though it was such a short trailer, holy shit, this has just, you know, I was you know, hyped for this show, I was probably looking at it in like a solid like nine, I'm like at, at easy like 11 hype right now because that trailer just was fantastic but not just that just the fact that you know okay everyone cool everyone in the desert that was what we know we know the fact this is based 10 years after revenge of the sith you see luke and then what do we hear bang we hear jewel of fates come in and Everything just ramps up the action that we see in this we see the grand inquisitor we see uh, Obi-Wan looking frail, we look at him like he's in the shadows, and we see the fact that, you know, Jedi are getting hunted down, there's, uh, you, know, you know, Jedi also doing public hangings, like what they used to do with the pirates back in the day, you know, and we see different, so we see obviously Tatooine, we see obviously another city as well, action from point to point, going all the way through, a few more lightsabers, a few more Inquisitors, as well, towards right the end, we hear the lovely Darth Vader breathing, and that's you know that encompasses the entire trailer right there. But at the very start, we do hear Obi Wan say, "You know, the battle is lost," and you feel that. You got to remember the fact that definitely, if you haven't revisited the episode one, two, and three, including the Clone Wars, if you want to go through that extra stretch. You got to remember the fact that everything that Obi Wan has been through, because what we what we're seeing right now, what we're going into this show, is a broken, beated uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, his entire faith is completely broken. He is he's got only one mission left, and that's to over overwatch Luke. But the fact that he's you know, he's got no friends, he's got no family, his religion, he it's all gone. Now, everyone who he called family has either died or obviously turned Darth Vader. Now we don't, and the fact that he, you know, this is what we're seeing. You know, we're not seeing this brash, cocky, calm, as we saw him in you know, episode one and you know, episode three. He's fully broken, and we're going to see that, which this trailer conveyed, and this just amped up so much. Also remember the fact John Williams 
is actually scoring this entire TV show as well. Which I can tell why Jewel of Fates came into it. And honestly, I can, there's just something about that song, you know, that just makes everything more intense and just gets you pumping. I was not expecting to hear that in the trailer at all. Um, wasn't, you know, usually it's very different, different music, but I wasn't waiting to hear that. But if you haven't watched the trailer yet, definitely go watch it because the fact that, you know, Hayden Christian is going to return. It is the rematch of the century. We're going to see Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Sorry, Darth Vader. Once again, and it's just going to be intense. I have no doubt. Just the emotional weight that's going to happen to it. You know, and the fact that even Hayden Christensen, which they did an interview for Entertainment Weekly, the fact that he said that we're going to be seeing a very powerful Vader, which if Rogue One, even though it's obviously the other spectrum of the sequel trilogy, uh, sorry, the yeah, sorry, four, five, six, the other end of it is the fact that he's still very powerful, but we've got about 10 years, still 10 years, so he's going to be still very powerful. So what we're going to see is very very interesting. So May the 25th, this comes out, starts streaming on Disney+. Plus. Um, so I have no doubt the fact that we're going to get at least two more trailers until that time. May, it cannot come fast enough. You know, with the fact that we've got this at the end of May and the fact we've got Doctor Strange 2 at the very start, like we're, we're getting spoiled in May for this. And I honestly can't wait. Now, what also got dropped in this past week, which I was not expecting... Uh, until uh, until the announcement did came, is that we also got the Boys Season 3 trailer also came out as well, which this trailer also just, just didn't disappoint. Now this, now, this trailer was nothing short of what you expect the boys to be. Flashy superheroes, action, gore, intense fighting, all the way through, all your favorite characters returning, but... Everything, obviously new characters also coming into it because obviously we see Jason Ackles' uh, character as well, uh, his new superhero. But the most interesting thing out of this entire trailer is the fact that Butch, Butcher now has superpowers. So we don't know how that's all come about compared to how season two ended, but at some point he's getting superpowers, which you know we're going to get a nice, which we hope we get in season three, but... I would love to see a wonderful match between Butcher and Homelander, which I have no doubt we're going to be expecting to see this all the way through. You know, we might even not even get it. We might even get until Season 4, which rumored is the fact that Season 4 is apparently going to be going to be greenly as well. Now, if you haven't watched The Boys, definitely go watch it. It's a different take on the superhero genre. So instead of it being basically... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's not DC. It's not DC. It's not dark. It's not too gloomy, um, and it's not got the glips and glamour of well, Marvel. Basically, this puts superheroes in a real world aspect. I know the consequences and everything they were feeling with no filter, hundred um, percent. Definitely go check my previous episode. I've done a review on the boys. It is fantastic. And again, I tip my hat off to Mark from Mark My Words because he was preaching to me for about a year saying, you know, watch it, watch it. And I kept saying, no, no. And then I watched it and I messaged him straight away and I was like, all right, you're flipping, all right, freaking right. Sorry, I should have taken your advice sooner. Same thing 
uh, with Invincible, which unfortunately, not going off topic, we still haven't got a confirmed release date for Season 2 of Invincible, but I will keep you guys posted. But... This boys trailer, there wasn't a lot of talking, it was low, just it was just a lot of action and a lot of different set pieces just to get you hyped and I can't wait to see for this to come out. So the boys season three is premiering on Amazon Prime on the third of June this year. So definitely go check out those two trailers, guys, because like as I keep saying, it is a glorious and a wonderful time to be a fan. In this type of genre, because the fact that we're getting grade A content left, right, and center. You know, nearly everything, depending on what type of fan you are, it is on fire. You know, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know, Star Wars only fan, you've got Obi-Wan. If you're into, obviously, something a bit darker, you've got The Boys. And if you're obviously a Marvel fan, you've got Doctor Strange just around the corner, which is just going to be no way home level, you know, which is just going to blow our mind. Now, speaking of being a fan and speaking of DC, I'm going to be really blunt. They have no freaking idea what they're doing. I've said this before, but they have no idea. Honestly, no one knows what's happening in DC. It is a fluke if you get a movie. Honestly, it is a fluke that the Batman came out when it did. It is just... I feel so sorry for being a DC fan because of the fact that you feel like you're getting pulled left, right, and center and being blindsided. Honestly, it just don't, I just don't understand why they can't get their flipping shit together. This is what's frustrating because of that... You've got the Batman, which is still making a shit ton of money at the box office right now. And the fact is, my reviews last week, if you are interested, uh, definitely go check that out. But the Batman is doing very well, right? Doing very well. You know, it was delayed, obviously, due to COVID and everything. We understood that. But it came out when it, you know, when it was confirmed release date came out. So what's been announced in this past week, for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, if you want to be a frustrating DC fan... Is the fact that basically a week, a week ago or two weeks ago, we got a lovely promo from DC saying, saying 2022 is the year for heroes. Not to mention my first episode this year, I said this year was shaping up to be the biggest year for DC. Well, I was completely wrong. Completely wrong. Not to mention that promo that DC also said saying this is the year for heroes from DC is also completely wrong because what's DC announced? They've pushed everything back. Except for one. So, you know, I said the fact that we're going to be getting, you know, Aquaman 2, we're going to get the Flash this year. Well, that's also wrong, ladies and gentlemen, because the fact that Flash has been pushed back to next year, June June. 23, sorry, 23, 23rd of June, 2023. So we won't be seeing uh, Ben Affleck or uh, Ben Affleck or Michael Keaton in Batman this year, except for Michael Keaton in the Batgirl, which is meant to be coming out this, later this year, but that hasn't been delayed. Um, so, but you know, if you're any for ben, any Ben Affleck fans, you're going to be seeing that next year. So that's been pushed back the entire year. Aquaman 2 has also been pushed back until the 17th of the 3rd next year as well. So we're not getting Aquaman either. 
Yes, but then Shazam 2 has been, been brought forward. That is coming out on the 16th of the 12th this year. However, I, I honestly don't know why. Actually, it's 50-50 how this could go or how this could play out. Uh, because Shazam 2 has one unfortunate thing with it coming out um, at that particular release date, which it can go either way. It just, to me, just being cautious, I wouldn't release it that particular date because that is the same release date or same week as Avatar 2 comes out. So you're going to try and compete with the sequel to the highest grossing movie of all time. The high... Look, it... For all we know, Avatar 2 could bomb. But the thing is, there is hype for Avatar 2 because Avatar is the highest grossing movie of all time and built all that hype. So Shazam could very well be going into uh, going into release date getting a shot in the foot, to be honest with you. And that's not really what you want to do. So I don't, don't know why they bumped that up. Because the thing is, we didn't get... When DC Phantom happened last year, we didn't get a trailer for this. But we got a trailer for, you know, a small trailer for Aquaman and for The Flash. So Shazam 2 is going to have to struggle with that. And what also got also got pushed was Black Adam isn't coming out until the 21st of October. This year still, so it's staying this year. And Super Pets has been pushed back to 29th of July this year. So they've all they've all been pushed back except for Shazam. So I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why. Apparently, the rumor is going around is like the reason why they've all pushed back is so they could have more time to work on the CGI, work onto the effects, and obviously, you know, do all the fine details in the story. Which I'm totally fine with that. Spend more time. Spend plenty more time to doing that. I understand that. But the thing is, you didn't. You haven't pushed back one. You've pushed back one, two, three, four, four movies. And the fact that you did a promo saying the fact that this is going to be the year for Heroes. That's the part I don't understand. So, unfortunately, if you haven't, and I'm delivering the, this news to you, I'm so sorry for all DC fans. I raised my hand. I honestly, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It really annoys me. The fact that, you know, if you're a DC fan, you're like, yeah, 2022 is going to be our year. And then DC's like, well, actually, no, it's not. Sorry. You'll see all these wonderful movies next year or later in the year altogether. So that's, yeah, that's kind of all disappointing when I looked at it. I was like, my God, what the F is going on? But yes, unfortunately. But... Speaking of DC, one news that we did get, which was good, we did get a confirmation for Gotham Knights got its release date for the 25th of October this year. So this is the game where the fact that Batman has passed away, um, and now it comes up to, obviously, the Red Hood, Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, to take up the city, and this is going up against the Court of Owls from the trailer. So previously, we didn't have a release date. There was a whole rumor of the fact it was going to be being pushed back until next year. However, we got a full confirmation that is coming out this year, which is fantastic. I look forward to it, and I look forward to picking this one up. Um, it's a strange thing. This is why I said it was the fact that when these games got announced... So, spoilers alert. Spoilers. So, at the end of Arkham 
No, obviously Batman, you know, technically, you know, you know dies, you know, kills himself. Um, so he kills himself and apparently is gone. However, it is so Batman Gotham Knights is almost a sequel to that. However, it is not in the Arkhamverse at all, yet the Suicide Squad game is in the Arkhamverse and is a sequel and a continuation of that game. However, um, unfortunately, that got delayed to 2023, which it was really disappointing when I saw that. But at least we get Gotham Knights this year. So continuing on, still speaking about the DC. Now, I saw this and I thought, no, it doesn't. And this, this was funny. So... I saw the fact that Cosmic Book News uh, reporter Matt uh, McLon, McLuhan, ooh, uh put a report saying the fact that uh, the Batman blows Marvel out of the water. Now, look, I'm going to be honest with you. The Batman was a very good movie. It was very good. It's very solid. Different take. But it has not made a dent in anything to do with Marvel. It's, it hasn't come close. Marvel's doing something completely different right now, and it is, you know, it's interesting storytelling how the Batman was done, everything, or everything, the whole movie, but it is not, uh, it has not made a dent or will not make Marvel nervous in any way, shape, or form. You can't compare the two with the Batman. Doesn't even come close. So I, you know, I agree the fact it is a fantastic movie, it is solid, definitely go hear my review, but it doesn't make a dent in Marvel, and it doesn't blow Marvel out of the war at all, especially when the fact with Doctor Strange 2 just coming around the, around the bend, which is going to, you know, basically blow every movie out of the water. I can't build a hype for that enough anymore, <laughs> but look, let me know what you think, like, did you think the fact that this... You know, the Batman was a game changer. Should Marvel be nervous? Definitely let me know in the comments uh, what you guys think. Or did you not like the Batman at all? Do you think it was too dark, too brooding? Just let me know. Um, now, also, now, unfortunately, I now unfortunately we have to also say that uh, that got, that the horrible sorry not horrible news so the very saddening news was that William Hurt um, passed away uh, this past week. Unfortunately. Um, from 1950 to 2022, it's very sad. So he was very famous for multiple roles, which include Kiss of the Spider Woman, as well as he was uh, General Thaddeus Ross uh, in the Incredible uh, Marvel, uh, the Incredible Hulk, Thunderbolt Ross, and was also in uh, Marvel Civil War. He was also in Avengers Infinity War, Avengers, Avengers Endgame. And he was also in uh, Black Widow. So very sad that he has passed away. Um, my condolences to uh, his family, his friends, and his pets, of course. He has a very a lengthy career. And you know his body of work speaks for itself. And he was very good in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, he was very a presence when he was on, on camera and on scene, which you did feel from the other characters. So, everyone from the Lights Camera Ramp family, our condolences. Uh, moving on. Uh, also, speaking of an, something else that's gone into uh, production is uh, Ted Lasso. Season 3 has gone into production this year. 
uh, which should be obviously you can give it time to release at the end of the year or next year for 2023. Now, I haven't watched Tad Lasso, but all the reviews have been outstanding. It is, I do believe, I think it is the number one rated show on Mark My Words. Uh, he cannot praise this show enough. He's definitely told me to go check it out. It's definitely on my list of shows to watch. Uh, it is, it's won many awards. It keeps, it's got so much momentum behind it. And so definitely if you are enjoying Tad Lasso, for any Tad Lasso fans, you should be happy to know that season three is in production and you, hopefully you should see it later this year or you will see it next year. Uh, back to Star Wars fans, uh, for gaming wise. So you'll like this. So Star Wars, the Skywalker saga just got that little bit bigger. Obviously, with the entire nine films that we're going to get out of this, not only that, is that both The Mandalorian and Rogue One DLC has been also been confirmed as well. This is shaping up to be a massive game. This is going to take a long while to clock through, because you've got nine movies, you've got the TV shows, not to mention the fact that, you know, not only when this game will come out, you've also got the Book of Boba Fett DLC, you're also going to have... Obi-Wan Kenobi DLC, depending how that comes out. Obviously, Clone Wars as well. So there is so much that's going to be packed into this game, every little seam. So if you are, we're worried that you won't see any Mando. Mando's definitely going to be in the Lego Star Wars game, the Skywalker Saga, the entire collection. Also, speaking of video games, the Grand Theft Auto V Next Gen Upgrade has been released for both PlayStation 5 and Xbox, so definitely go check that out. Mine's currently pending at the moment, so I will go play that at some point, check it out. It's been a while since I've played Grand Theft Auto, um, but I'll definitely be returning to check this out to see if there's any big difference. I remember the difference between the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4 was massive, so I definitely had to go pick that up because I was like, this is the graphic increase was just. I still remember seeing the comparison uh, video, and I was like, this is incredible, which it did. There was a huge jump between PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 when the, they did the upgrade for Grand Theft Auto 5. So definitely go check that out. So guys, this basically wraps up all of our major news that's happened in the very past week. Um, there is a lot to intake. Definitely, you know, as I've always said, definitely go check this out on my Instagram Facebook, because I post all this news straight away. Not to mention, there's going to be more coming out over the next uh, week. Because uh, definitely Halo and Moon Knight are right around the corner. So definitely stay tuned for that. So, let's get into our review for this week. So, I thought I'd watch The Adam Project. So this, uh, obviously, Netflix movie starring Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Zoe Zaldana. A lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, Marvel, uh, Marvel rogues um, or collectors, if you will, and they were in this movie. Um, now, all the ratings have that have been for this have been very high, so I thought I'd definitely go check it out. Not to mention, I very see a project that isn't contained in Ryan Reynolds that I dislike. That was like uh, that I don't like him in. Um, now, the reason why I also watched this was because of the fact that uh, the that this particular movie being sci-fi, time travel, it's right up my alley. I wasn't going to say no, and I thought, you know what, let's go check this out, because 
This looks like really good and I can't wait to check it out. So this movie originally was looking back at 2012. Uh, this was going into production and had Tom Cruise to attach to it. Um, then obviously, like any movie, it fell into uh, development hell. Definitely you don't want to go into development hell for anything because it is things. there's two things that happen when things go into development hell. One, they come out even stronger than they were before, or they go to a place to die, and you never see the light of day. If you want to look up Development Hell, go have a look up Duke Nukem Forever. That is the perfect example of being in Development Hell, because that was... Wow, that was one wild ride. Whoa, start to finish. So, in this particular movie, uh, basically... In this particular movie, so the uh, starring uh, the star of this movie is uh, Braxton, who plays Adam, uh, this little kid who's got a strange relationship with his mother, and he gets picked on at school, as well as unfortunately his father's passed away. So, as he's being grounded one particular night, uh, he hears a noise in his house, or actually the uh, shed, if you will. And finds man bleeding uh, with a flight suit. We also find out the fact that that's actually his future self. Come back from the future. Accidentally arrived there. And the story starts from there. And it goes off. Now, probably really good is this movie has a lot of action. Which is really good. The dynamic between Ryan Reynolds and, Bra- Ryan Reynolds and Braxton. So the kid and his old, and fel- old, old self is fantastic. Braxton did a fantastic job trying to embody a younger Ryan Reynolds. Which their dynamic is pretty much the main anchor through the entire movie. It's quite funny when they have their little banter back and forth. Um, and a little bit back and forth. And as they keep going, you also find out the fact that he's trying to... He acts at Ryan Reynolds' future... Sorry, character, the older version of himself. He's actually accidentally went to the wrong year. He's meant to go for years back because of the fact he's trying to find... His wife, Zoe Zeldana, which she does appear into this, and you do find out how she appeared in it. So, and the fact that Zoe Zeldana did a fantastic job as well. And I found myself laughing at multiple bits of this movie amongst all the action. Now, this is now this particular movie is definitely a sci-fi, a typical sci-fi, time-traveling movie, which feel-good movie, which I really enjoyed. So, a lot of action, a lot of sci-fi stuff. Um, it's just nice to um, see something a bit... After the Batman, I would say seeing something a bit more uplifting, if you will. Um, not as dark or as serious. You know, It just does has very serious moments because, in fact, this does delve very well... Divide very well. Yeah. It goes deeper very well. My sorry. My apologies. If my voice sounds a little funny, I've just come back from holidays at my... Just my, just my throat's a little bit sore. So if I sound a little bit funny, more than usual, that is why. Uh, so it goes into a little deeper. This, this deals with family and loss very well uh, because of the fact that his father passes away. Sorry, spoilers, 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 spoilers for everything. So uh, Adam's father passes away, which is played by Mark Ruffalo, which he did a very good job as well. You know, so basically in this movie, you've seen... Uh, Gamora, you've seen Ryan, you've seen oh, I was about to say called Deadpool Ryan Reynolds because he's so good. You see Gamora, you see Deadpool, you see the Hulk, uh, you see Elektra, they're all in it. 
definitely uh, big uh, Marvel characters in this, uh, which is not why I watched it. I just watched it because I was interested to see Ryan Reynolds' sci-fi time-traveling movie print itself. Um, but yeah, so the movie does very, lost very well. It's very heartwarming because of the fact that you do get to a couple of scenes with the old Adam, which would play Ryan Reynolds, speaking to his father, and you feel the anger and the loss because of the fact that, you know, he was always into his work, you know, all this has happened because of him, and, well, actually, the bad guy is actually, well, sorry, my apologies, bad woman, um, played by Catherine Keener, uh, did all this, and the fact that the reason why this is all coming to a head, because she went, she basically did the Back to Future thing, too, she went back in time, gave herself tips, and screwed up the timeline. So definitely this movie takes a lot of elements from Back to Future 2. So if you've seen that, you will see all the little tidbits and go, oh, yep, 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 yep. I know exactly where this is from. Um, but no, you know, dealing with the loss and dealing with family, that that was probably the biggest moments and highlights for myself. Um, seeing that, that was conveyed very well. So amongst all the flashy stuff and all the action, you do feel the very heartwarming moments um, throughout the movie. Um, which, which is really good. So the fact it doesn't feel doesn't feel hollow, if you will, or just like a mindless action movie. There are very heartwarming moments in this movie, which you do see. Um, probably my only thing is the fact that I did enjoy it. However, it's probably not something that I will go back and watch again anytime soon. Like it's a very good family action movie. However, I wasn't like blown away to the point of, whoa, this needs a sequel, I can't wait to see more of this, I need to watch it again, I didn't feel that, uh, I didn't feel that gravity when watching it, you know, I thought, you know, it was definitely good for that once watch, um, but probably not anymore, because um, there's not a lot of, I think, substance or like any depth, and there was no continuation for needing a sequel or there's no after credit scene. Like this is just one movie, totally by itself, and probably doesn't need a sequel at all. Everything at the end pretty much wraps up very well. Timeline gets fixed. Um, spoiler, um, and everything's all course corrected. So that's all conveyed very well. Um, you do feel that very happy ending. But yeah, I didn't feel like I need to see another one of this, or I don't need to see Am Project. Two, not to mention the fact that knowing the fact that Tom Cruise was originally attached to this, I'm really glad it wasn't Tom Cruise at all. Uh, I think Ryan Reynolds was perfect for this, and his younger version did very well conveying his his tone. I also love there's also a callback to Deadpool, which is really funny, um, which is really does superhero landing, which you'll find out when you do watch it. But if you are looking for uh, something fresh, something new, looking for a laugh, uh, you know, for family night or something like that, that appeals across the board, I recommend this movie. It has done fantastic, and I can see why all the reviews are positive for it, uh, because you do, all the way through, it's it's a solid movie from start to finish, and you'll probably the same thing, you probably feel like it doesn't need a sequel, and you don't need to know anything further, um, or anything obviously in this particular movie setting so it does yeah so it does very well and i highly recommend it is in my highly recommended list definitely go check it out it's on netflix at the moment and um, but overall it's a solid definitely solid 
And uh, I think the most thing that resonated, you know, most was the family and dealing with lost moments was really big and brings it back to that more of a more of a relating uh, relating bit, if you will, or like you know, brings it back down to ground level. That's probably the best way I can put it. So definitely watch the Adam Project and let me know, guys, what you thought. Did you like it? Did you thought it was a bit um, nah, a bit boring? Did you, we want Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise was better. Oh, Tom Cruise is not better than Ryan Reynolds. My apologies. If you make that comment, I don't. I will not reply <laughs> because Ryan Reynolds is a much more fantastic actor than Tom Cruise. A hundred and ten percent. So, guys, thank you very much for joining me with this episode. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Sorry about my uh, voice and my throat if it sounds a little bit off. Uh, hopefully, uh, next week I'll be a hundred percent better and I'll be back to my normal feeling self. And yeah, thank you very much for joining. And until next time, guys, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting. <laughs>